Hey, everybody, just letting you know that Mike Lindell and I, the MyPillow guy, we partnered up, and he wants to help this show, and I want to help him. If you go to MyPillow.com and order all the products you know you're going to buy, towels, sheets, blankets, robes, all these kinds of things, dog beds even, go to MyPillow.com and use the code word Kate, K-A-T-E. You're going to get the deepest discount on all these items. They're the very best of all these items. He handpicked these things, and let me just tell you, you're also going to help Truth and Radio, and you're also going to be helping Mike Lindell. Isn't that fantastic? It's a great combination that you can do right from your own home. Call 800-873-1052. That's the phone number, 800-873-1052. You can order directly on that phone number or go to MyPillow.com, but make sure to put the code word Kate in. Thanks, you guys. Welcome to the Kate Daly Show. We've been tested for patience. Oh, we were negative. The Kate Daly Show starts now. We took the actual genetic sequences that were reportedly novel and reviewed those against the patent records that were available um, as of the spring of 2020. And what we found, as you'll see in this report, are over 120 patented pieces of evidence to suggest that the declaration of a novel coronavirus was actually entirely a fallacy. There was no novel coronavirus. The statement that was made by Peter Daszak in 2015, reported in the National Academies of Press publication, February 12th, 2016, and I'm quoting, We need to increase public understanding of the need for medical countermeasures such as a pan-coronavirus vaccine. A key driver is the media, and the economics will follow the hype. We need to use that hype to our advantage to get to the real issues. Investors will respond if they see profit at the end of the process." End quote. Kate Daly Show, live on a Monday. How are you doing out there? How was your weekend? And uh, yes, that was Dr. David Martin. Very, very damning comment. Am I right? Uh, In fact, that comment is getting a lot of attention because back in 2015, um, that's when that comment was made. And it was basically how they were going to manipulate, um, manipulate this coronavirus. Let me play it one more time. Here you go. The statement that was made by Peter Daszak in 2015, reported in the National Academies of Press publication, February 12th, 2016, and I'm quoting, we need to increase public understanding of the need for medical countermeasures such as a pan-coronavirus vaccine. A key driver is the media and the economics will follow the hype. We need to use that hype to our advantage to get to the real issues. Investors will respond if they see profit at the end of the process. End quote. Yep. Uh, Wow. That's damning. (laughs) 
All right. Um, well, welcome to the show. Today I have Dr. Pesta and Connor Boyack uh, in the final two hours of the show. And I also wanted to say this as well, because I am joined with uh, Utah Parents United. I'm really excited to have you ladies. How are you? Hi. Doing Hi. well. Thank you. Excellent. Um, be- before we get rolling, uh, I want to mention this. Um, they're going to be meeting about the uh, county commissioner tomorrow. It's an important role, and it's really, really important that they put in somebody that's not a buddy. I love it that they love their buddies. I love it that they all get along. They can go fishing together. But when you don't have a voice uh, that says no or a single solitary voice that stands up for freedom, then we have a problem. Um, we need to put Larry Myers in there, and he will be a voice of reason. He'll, he will, I, and boy, has he stepped up and been there at everything, I swear. Make sure that you are putting a voice into the county commission slot that is actually going to be a voice that says no sometimes. You cannot do that. I'm sure there's a different way to do this or whatever. I, we've had too much uh, unison going on for way too long and it's killing our freedom. Make sure that uh, that maybe that vote would be cast for Larry Myers, I would hope. Um, I'd hate to see one more buddy on there and especially a Dan MacArthur who has been in office forever, give it up. And uh, and then also like a Troy Belliston who was already on the council and uh, doesn't need to be in that slot. Uh, Kurt Ivey doesn't need to be there. There's so many people people that I think are uh, would be buddies to this whole situation, I would uh, definitely put in uh, Larry Myers to county commission. Um, also, I just wanted to mention this. The hospital's at it again. The newest headline um, is basically saying this. Oh my gosh, we're overwhelmed and we have uh, no more beds available. And oh my gosh, we are busting at the seams with COVID. That's not the truth though. The truth is when you get inside the article is that they only had 38 people with so-called COVID and the rest were not. And back in June, I just wanted to say this, back in June of 2020, they announced they had 284 beds plus 100 ready to go at all time, at all times. Now they're saying they have 300 people and they are, uh, they, they don't even know what to do with all the bodies, right? Because uh, they don't have enough room. The problem is, is that we already know from their article in June um, that they already talked about having the 100 extra beds already available, ready to go. So they are not over capacity. Do not believe it for one second and do not believe that it's all COVID because it's not. And so it's a very, very uh, misleading approach by IHC. And I am more I am more disgusted with IHC uh, day by day. And to see these kinds of articles and, and to see this kind of uh, stuff being written is a scare tactic. And they actually presented this to Ivan's uh, city council. These scare tactics without without even probably mentioning, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say they, I'm pretty sure they didn't mention the fact that they have 389 beds. So I just wanted to mention they are not over over uh, anything and uh, they certainly it's absolutely ridiculous to believe that and when you get inside when you get inside the article it says 38 well 38 is not 300 but they're putting out there that they basically have you know all these people and nowhere to put them it's absolutely asinine so I have to call it out when I see it and uh, yeah it's absolutely ridiculous so um, I am here with Utah Parents United and ladies you guys have an event tonight Yes, we yes. do. Okay, yes. so tell me a little bit about what's happening tonight. We are so excited to be helping parents learn how they can be better advocates. Mm. The education system is not 
being friendly, mm-hmm. to put it nicely, to parents right now. And when right. parents are finding themselves disenfranchised, they're out in odds with their school boards and with policies, everything from COVID policies, curriculum decisions, and parents don't know what to do. Right. And our organization was set up with the sole purpose to empower parents to advocate for their values and for what they want to see in education. And this event will teach parents all sorts of amazing tools and tricks and resources so that nice. they can feel empowered to go to their teachers, their principals, their school boards, even on the state level, and start having a voice in education again. Well, I love this. This is Corrine Johnson, and uh, and then I also have Nicole Mason with us. Hi, Nicole. Hi. And uh, and then tonight at Red Lion, the doors open at 5, yes. right? And yes. then, of course, uh, it starts at 6. Yes. And you'll be discussing a lot of these resources, right? This is what you'll be discussing with parents tonight that are concerned because as you see things get the uptick of, oh, my gosh, how scary. Oh, everyone's got the Delta variant, which is really the vaccine effect. Um, so now we're at a point now where, uh, I don't know, I can just see Spencer Cox reneging right now um, and saying, yes, mask them up because other states right now are really toying with this idea, right? About saying, you know, we've got to mask, mask, mask. What do you say uh, about that as far as what's coming? I say that he promised us. He looked us in the eye and he promised mm-hmm. that he would not have masks in the fall. He crossed his heart. Yeah. And I'm so sure. he we need to remind him of that promise. So when you look at what parents actually wanted when they did surveys like in Alpine of whether or not parents wanted masks, it was 90% of parents did not want masks. Yeah, that's a lot. When Davis County uh, had kids have the option Mm -hmm. of whether or not they wanted to wear masks the last week of school, it was 90% did not wear masks. So you have 10% of parents out there who were surveyed and who the actual results of Mm -hmm. who sent their kid in masks, and that's 10%. So I think as parents, we need to start reminding Mm -hmm. our school boards, our health departments, the governor. That they work for us or? (laughs) Yes, exactly. I don't think they get reminded of that a lot. You know, they don't allow comment. Yes. You know, I know the last meeting they had no public comment. I'm thinking, I'm sorry, you... You work for us. What do you mm-hmm. mean no public comment? We're your employer, buddy. Right. We're the constituents. Yes. So right now, when we don't get public comment, the only people that they're hearing from are the special interest groups and the lobbyists who are whining and dining and paying them. As, as we've gone through this process, I've learned a lot about lobbying and lobbyists and what they do. And they uh, are able to take them out to dinner and wine and dine them and, and do nice things for politicians. But as constituents... Oh, we, we, we are the voters. We Mm -hmm. are the taxpayers and it's our voice they should be listening to. Right. And so we need to remember that it's our taxes and that it's our money. They're our children Mm -hmm. and we need to be the people who they listen to. Right. What would they do if the 90% just showed up with no mask if they start to mandate it? There's really not a lot they could do. They would listen. Yeah, (laughs) they really would. (laughs) They would start to pay attention. And this is one of the reasons why Utah Parents United created a coalition in the spring Mm -hmm. with organizations across the state to fight masks in the spring. And we got this question again and again. Well, why are you doing this now? Why are you doing this now? And now we're coming to fall and we're like, told you so. 
that was why we needed to make that stand and make it very clear yeah. in the spring. We needed to get our legislation behind us. Mm-hmm. The efforts from See My Smile and that coalition brought a special session. The governor felt You're pressure. Right. The that was awesome. Senate, the House of Representatives, they felt they had to address yeah. masking kids. And we got legislation in place. And it's not perfect, but it's a start. Without that legislation, there is no doubt. Day one, our kids would be masked in Utah. And it's Utah parents who made this happen. And That's amazing. we need to remember I'm the power so we have as parents. We do. And you know, right. the UEA, mm-hmm. we've learned some interesting things. They only have 18,000 teachers okay. as well, part of their organization. Not even teachers. They're counting retired teachers, oh, they're counting wow. students who okay. are. I'm going to school for it to become mm-hmm. a teacher. So they they don't even have 18,000 teachers. Okay. And Interesting. Okay. Utah Parents United, mm-hmm. we have 13,000 parents that have joined our organization. Wow. So you start to see that. It's a we, lot of concerned parents. <laughs> it's a lot of concerned <laughs> parents. And before long, and that's our goal, let's get to 20,000. So right. we'll tell you how to join us. Please <laughs> do. In fact, <laughs> give us the website. Goal. Give us a website. Go to utahparentsunited.org mm-hmm. and you can join our email list okay. and that gets you into that count. You've joined our organization and now we're 13,001 parents. Hey, we're the more closer. the merrier on this because yes. when you show up with that, I mean, honestly, it says a lot when you show up with those numbers and this is probably why they had another special session was mm-hmm. because of the numbers involved here. We got a lot of concerned parents here that are not wanting um, the school boards to just decide. And you know what? Why do we have a local school board if they will not stand and do whatever the state tells them to do? We might as well just erase them out of their jobs. I couldn't have said it better. I'm just so tired. I'm so tired of watching these guys just ramrod everything down everyone's throats, tell you you can't comment, it doesn't matter what you think, and then give the heavy, heavy scrutiny on medical exemptions. It was insane last year what they put the parents through. And I I hope that you wouldn't put any of those people back in office. I actually hope that we would vote differently now that we we can see uh, what happened last year, especially down here. But oh my gosh. Um, so tonight, 6 o'clock, doors open at 5, Red Lion. You want to be there at Utah Parents United. Be right back, katedallyradio.com. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Welcome back. 
to the Kate Daly Show. A little Andy Williams for you. A little throwback and uh, born free. I welcome you back and, of course, get over to ABC Auto Body Central. Uh, you can give them a call, 817-0949. But the uh, Auto Body Central is who you go to if you're in an accident or if you have um, teenagers like me who absolutely trash your cars. Or uh, you could go there just to fix it up before you sell it or whatever the case may be. These guys are the ones that uh, will help you out, make your car look beautiful. They'll come to your home and they'll even do an assessment. You don't even have to leave your home and they'll take care of everything with the insurance company. You just can't get better than that. So make sure you go to ABC. I love these guys and I've been using them a long time and I wouldn't use anyone else to tell you the truth because they're that honest. They're that good. Go to Auto Body Central and St. George Body Shop is their uh, email address or their, blah, can you tell it's a Monday? Their website, Auto um, St. George Body Shop. You think I'll get this right, right? You know I can't speak on a Monday. So anyway, welcome back. And um, and then, of course, UtahParentsUnited.org. We're speaking with uh, Corinne Johnson and also Nicole Mason. They're doing an event tonight at 6 p.m. Doors open at 5 at the Red Lion. And I really do hope that you show up to this because this is going to be really important. Parents need to band together. And they are such a powerful group that this is what caused uh, the special session. This is what caused them to, to pass the we're not going to mask uh, next year and we actually worry about the health of our children and we the parents are saying absolutely no and so if uh, Cox tries to renege on this or anyone tries to renege um, here's your notice you know you uh, already we already have this legislation in place and uh, now that states are are doing the whole Delta fear um, you know oh the Delta oh my gosh the Delta Lambda new the new fraternity for morons so make sure that you <laughs> You are um, realizing that we need some help on this. And even if you don't have kids in school, you have grandkids. And so join anyway, because they need the numbers of concerned parents, right? Yes, yes, we definitely need the numbers and the support. Yeah, absolutely. And I love your organization. I really do. I think that you're, you're doing wonderful things. Um, and what, what started this? What what got you going to, to start this? I just want to hear. So this all started in Davis County. I love they, it. Yeah, they did hybrid. Mm-hmm. And after distance learning in the spring, and I, I just was like, there's no way my kids are going to school every day, every other day. Right. This is not enough education, and computers and online learning did not work. So I met with a group of parents at a local park, and there were 50 of us, not very many. Mm-hmm. And we're like, okay, what do we do? And we had to figure it out from scratch. Jeez. Like we had, we had to figure out when the next board meeting was. And <laughs> right, yeah, we didn't even know. And so everyone said, okay, we'll go to the board meeting. We'll start, you know, asking for something different. And I said, well, we're going to need a Facebook group. Yeah. And I have a background in Facebook marketing, so I started this Facebook group, and we were so surprised how quickly it grew. Because, you know, you're just like, you wonder if you're alone, right? Right. Am I the only one that's concerned? Am I the only one that's that's seeing the problems? Mm-hmm. And we're, you're, we're not. You're not alone. Most parents agree that our kids need to be in school unmasked and parents need to have choices in education. Right. So it just went like wildfire. And we had hundreds of parents show up at school board meetings. We flooded our school board with thousands of emails. And then we got the news media started showing up. And... It was just like, it just, 
everybody was I like, yeah, it. you got to do this. And so we just kept going and going. And I met Nicole. Mm-hmm. She came in from Nevada. I love this. Yeah. yeah. She moved here. She moved to Bountiful, found out her kids were going to be in hybrid and called me and said, yeah, that's not cool. <laughs> so she joined. And then we just we just built and built and built. But it really started with 50 parents at a park pavilion. And now we're 13,000 and we have a seat at the table right. and we're, we're, we're being listened to because we are addressing what really matters, parents and their relationships with their children right? and their rights, their God-given rights yeah. to parent those kids. Yeah. And really the problem is the emergency status, right? That they keep claiming and claiming and claiming. Well, it's been almost 20 months now and I'm not seeing an emergency. Look around you. People are not dying left and right. And we really need to stop this nonsense because um, we're, we're just told to just believe all of these things. And I, I'm sorry, if you can't see what's going on after 20 months, I mean, over a year and a half, something's up. And so parents have to stand up for their kids because if they even have an inkling that they're going to do what I think they might do um, to our children again. Do you know how dangerous it is for kids to be masked for eight hours a day? I can't even, I can't even fathom sending your kids off to be masked every day. What a danger! Absolutely. Well, the American, the Journal for the Medical Association, mm-hmm. JAMA, yeah. the Journal for the American Medical Association. So they are considered the gold star for medical okay. information. So doctors will tell you that is where they go when they want to hear what this, the standard is mm-hmm. for med- best medical practice, right? right? So they came out and said, no, this is bad. You're, the, COT le- the CO levels, the carbon dioxide levels are too high mm-hmm. and children should not be masked. Right. So that is what the gold standard is telling doctors. And so uh, I think this, the OSHA standards, mm-hmm. even for workers, talk about what the threshold right. is for what someone can be subjected to in workers' mm-hmm. comp claims. Right. And uh, masking children right. for eight hours a day, their yeah. levels are actually higher than right. the OSHA standards that the government oh sets my gosh. for us. So what are they saving our kids from? And, you know, all I ever heard from Larry Bergeson over and over after he... Um, he voted to get rid of Dixie, by the way. I just want to mention that. Um, he was on the committee to do that. Um, Larry Bergeson, um, the uh, superintendent, also uh, kept saying it was a mystery. It was a mystery. Honey, there's no mystery here. The only mystery is um, look around. Look around. What are you saving our kids from? Why are you masking them? And nothing makes me more upset than to see bullies Uh, Go after our kids and tell them what they're going to do, even though it's completely unsafe. I don't like bullies, but I see the school board now as a bunch of bullies. That's just me. I'm not speaking for Utah Parents United because I tell you what, I've seen enough. I've seen enough over the last decade um, and I'm angry. And I hope parents out there are angry that they are just stripping away rights from the parents left and right. And this is why I love this group, because this is why I invited them uh, during this hour, because I wanted you guys to know that there are people fighting against what's happening. There are. And there are people that really do care about the health of your child. And a lot of parents, I think, feel like I, I, I don't know if I can stand up. What is that going to do? You know, you know, is should I? Can I? And of course, come tonight so you can hear how to stand up, because if you know how, then it makes it easier. Right. To Absolutely. do it. Yes. yes. And there are amazing ways to do it. And you do it together with right. your friends and your neighbors and your community. And we can make a difference. We can start impacting our kids' education. Right. But I, th- I think the important people, or 
piece for people to know is that mm-hmm. I can't advocate for your kid for you. Right. So I can go to a school board meeting and I can talk to my school board rep and I can say, this is what I want for my child, but I can't advocate for your child. Right. And what I've learned through all of this is that no one is going to advocate for my child but me. The teachers aren't. They have yeah. a teacher's union. So they advocate for themselves and their mm-hmm, jobs. And that's mm-hmm, okay. There's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that. They they need that. They need to advocate for themselves. Businesses need to be able to advocate for themselves. But no one is going to advocate for you as a parent mm-hmm. or your child. Right. You have to do that. That's your responsibility. And even Utah Parents United can't do that for you. Right. You have to do it for yourself. And yeah. we'll show you how. Right. But you can't leave it to us or anyone else. And remember, remember this too. Cox came out. Governor Cox and said uh, he wanted to continuously test these kids all through next year for the cash. Mm, yes. Right. He basically wanted to prostitute the kids out for the money because I last time I checked last year, how many kids did we save because of the masking? Um, we didn't save any kids. In fact, we just inflicted harm on them. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that really makes me upset that we got to the end of a school year and geez, they let them free for what? A couple of weeks. Wow. They were mask free for a whole couple of weeks. Why? Because (laughs) they wanted to get reelected. That's why. Let's just call it. And uh, they wanted everyone to leave with a good feeling after all year long, everyone was stripped of their rights and told not to comment. And basically uh, the parents were bullied in the medical exemption reviews um, by people that weren't even medical people. And I just saw all this take place and I hope we do not forget how we how parents were treated by even by this school board and school boards all throughout our state. Let's take a caller. Hi caller, welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Yes, good afternoon. Hi. Uh, Kate, you brought up Larry Bergenson. I want everybody to know this listening in Washington County what he said to me. I brought to him uh, the two studies uh, that show that how dangerous and harmful the health of the children, the mask are. Mm-hmm. I brought the Denmark study and I brought the Stanford study. I started to talk to him about it and he said to me, I've heard enough about this, these masks and walked away. I said, don't you want to know that you're hurting the children? And he continued to walk away. Why do we have a superintendent of schools in our county that cares, uh, does not care about the health and how they're harming the health of our yep. students? He should be removed from office as quick as possible. Yes. And I'm going to be there tonight. I've got my Good. ticket. And, Excellent. And we also have to not only think about the mask, but forced vaccinations because that's likely coming. Yeah. And that's going to be even worse than the mask. Absolutely. Thanks so much. I really appreciate the call. Um, and, and what he's saying is so true. I, I've, I've been watching this unfold and, and the district was relentless, relentless at making sure that all these kids were masked. And to think that they wouldn't do it again, we really right now is like the perfect time to kind of hone in on this and make sure we're prepared for whatever happens. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Because I know that they just kept silencing the parents and they truly didn't they really didn't care what the masks were going to do. They ignored every, everybody kept sending them all the stats and saying, you can't do this. And, uh, and here's the deal, you know, school boards in history have stood up to their state. They have, they've absolutely, there's been case after case after case where they actually stood up and said, our district will not follow whatever the state says. And, you know, we have to give credit to the Mm -hmm. school districts across the state who did that with masks. Yes. We have the Kane County School District, San Juan School District, Mm -hmm. Millard School District, Morgan School District, Washington Washington School District did eventually. Eventually, in the last few weeks, but (laughs) it was for re-election. I'm sorry. That's what I think. I, I just felt like they were doing it to, you know, and I, happy. I, think, you know? I think it is. I think part of it is that pandering to mm-hmm. the parents and they're getting a lot of pressure and they need to do it. But 
okay, so if they're willing to do it because there's a lot of pressure, then we need a lot more pressure. Right. Let's bring it. Yes, because because it does make a difference. They yeah. are up for re-election, and we need to use re-election pressure, and we need to be running candidates for right. school board. You're right, and they yeah. wanted to cater to the very, very few people out there. The very, you know, I call them neurotic, but everybody has their own adjective. Um, that that were like pressing for a mask, pressing for a mask. Well, if your mask works and you want your kid to wear one, fine. You know, not everybody else has to wear a mask. If 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 she gets or he gets a little cut on their leg, not everybody in class has to wear a Band-Aid, right, mm-hmm. for support. So mm-hmm. we have to start thinking in terms of, wait a minute here, you're trying to, these school boards were trying to please a couple of squeaky wheels that so desperately wanted the mask all year, but not listen to the parents who in majority said, no way, we are not doing this, especially even down here. I mean, the parents were vehement about not having masks on their kids and they would not listen. Be right back. Kate Daly Show, don't go anywhere. I'm with UtahParentsUnited.org. Be right back. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Though your heart is aching, smile even though it's breaking. When there are clouds in the sky, you'll get by. If you smile through your fear and sorrow, smile and maybe tomorrow, you'll see the sun come shining through. I sure hope we see a lot of smiles all year long from kids. I actually want to see faces this year. Um, we're not saving them from anything. Um, and so I really do hope that we can see some genuine smiles this year instead of having to read people's eyes. Can you even imagine going to school like that? And you can kind of see things ramping up with the Delta, the Delta Lambda Nu variant. And I am telling you, something is really wrong and I can feel it. Uh, we need to make sure that we're ready for what's coming if they try to impose masks again and parents can arm themselves tonight at six o'clock at the red lion. And I I really do hope that you, that you do this. I hope that you show up. I hope you support. I hope you join uh, so that they have strength in numbers. And I I really do. If you can go to Utah parents, united.org and then also attend tonight, six o'clock at the red lion Uh, doors open at five. Make sure also, by the way, um, that you go to garage doors, only garage, Garage Doors Only is just an awesome uh, place to go get a garage door. They're just fantastic, and they've got all the number one brands. Make sure that you go there. Give them your business. Um, you'll get somebody on the line instead of somebody from another country. It's really nice. I'm not faulting anyone from a different country, but I know that if I have customer service, I actually get somebody right here, which is so cool. Um, and that's uh, what is awesome about Garage Doors Only. I love these guys. And um, my doors are amazing, and they did such a, a great job. And so please go there. Uh, the, fo- the phone number, and you have to dial 435, is 435-868-1200, 868-1200, and uh, voted best of Southern Utah two years in a row. Love these guys. Um, 
Also, uh, just uh, I will be at Freedom Fest. I'm speaking in three different uh, events or things going on, and so it'll be an interesting uh, it'll be an interesting week. And I have wonderful uh, past interviews playing, so make sure you listen this week because there'll be some uh, wonderful stuff uh, that I pulled out of the bin. That's really fun to listen to again. I kind of give it a I don't know, just another listen. What can I say? But uh, I, I've got a lot of good stuff playing this week, and also um, while I'm there. And then also today's show, Pesta, Dr. Pesta joins me. We're going to be talking about the Pray Safe Act. Oh, you guys. Oh, you guys. They're going to try and shove this through the Senate this week. And I am telling you, this is so bad for our churches. It is not what you think. We're going to be talking about that. And then Connor Boyack joins me in the last hour. And there's also a code to order the Tuttle Twins. And uh, you're going to get that code. And I'm excited because he's giving you a tremendous savings. And every family needs those books. Um, I'm with uh, Corinne Johnson and also Nicole Mason and uh, from United uh, Utah parentsunited.org. I'll get it right. UtahParentsUnited.org. And make sure you sign up and make sure you're part of this. Um, I sure hope you are because I know it's summer and everyone wants to concentrate on having fun. I get it. But we be- we better be prepared. And I did want to play this. It's only a minute and a half. But this was one of the best. Uh, this is Simon Campbell. And this is, uh, this is what he told the school board um, when they wouldn't listen to him and were so dismissive to him and didn't want him to talk. Listen up. And this is how we really need to arm ourselves, too, because the school boards are notoriously now not accepting any public comment at all, which is really unfortunate. Uh, here you go. Here's uh, Simon Campbell in Pennsylvania telling his school board what he thinks. It seems to me that you think you can supersede the United States Constitution. Well... I've got news for you, school board president Benito Mussolini. Your power does not supersede that of the U.S. Constitution and the First Amendment rights of the citizens of this great nation. Let's be very, very clear who has the power. Mr. It is Campbell, not government policy. Do not warn me or do not interrupt my time. That if you personal insults like that again, or if you personally direct your comments, you will Let be asked be very to clear. step away from I'm, the podium. I'm going to I am quote to you, Solicitor. Comments, I'm quoting you just a minute. Do not talk like over me. This is my comment, not your comment. I'm quoting to you now from the United States Supreme Court 1964 case, New York Times versus Sullivan. This is constitutional case law in this country, and I'm quoting you from the U.S. Supreme Court. The, just, the judges wrote that this nation is founded on the, quote, profound national commitment to the principle that debate on public issues shall be uninhibited robust and wide open, and that it may well include vehement, caustic, and sometimes unpleasantly sharp attacks on government and public officials. That's constitutional case law in this nation. I don't have to be nice to you. Nobody behind me has to be nice to you. If you don't like living in the United States of America, then you can all move to Russia, Cuba, or China. Wow. Wow. Wow is right. right. I love this guy. And not that every meeting has to be like that. But what we're saying is, is you have every single right to comment. You have every single right to say what you want. You have every single right. Do do not let them take these rights away from you, parents. Right, Corinne? Absolutely. And, you know, we had an interesting experience recently at a Davis School District board meeting Mm -hmm. where it was very similar. Uh, a great parent, his name's Mike Brown, mm-hmm. go to our 
Facebook page. Find us at Utah Parents United on Facebook. And we post some clips and some commentary about what happened at this meeting because it re- this clip reminded me of mm-hmm. that because Mike Brown got up to give his public comment and in the middle of his comment he says, hey, FYI, I just want to let parents know that I was just threatened to kick, be, kick, uh, be kicked out of this board meeting because our chairs were sitting three feet apart and we moved our chairs and they threatened to kick us out. And John Robison, our board president, immediately shut him down. And threatened to kick wow. him out of the meeting again if he didn't stay on comment. And I wish I had had yes, that right. constitutional law with me at that yeah, moment right? to say, hey, you know what? Actually, he he has a constitutional right mm-hmm. as a citizen of the United to States say what of America he wants. to say what he wants. Yes. And any way he wants to say it. They act like yes. everyone's coming after them with a torch and, you know, the, some kind of violent act. No, speaking is not violent. He's saying what he wants to say. And, and they Mike cannot the curb that. the nicest guy, yeah. too. He's so right. nice. We're they all can't, so they nice, can't curb right? it. Yeah, so, they can't. Uh, please, uh, don't let them treat you like you're five years old. And don't let them treat you like your voice doesn't matter. You are the parent. And they would just like it if the parents did never showed. And they just did whatever the state wanted them to do. And they made all the rules. That's not okay. Because what they're, the rules they're making are not safe for kids. They're not safe. So putting our kids in danger. Um, and what did Dr. Judy Mikovits say when I had her on the show several times? The masks... We'll see more uh, situations with more cancers and more illnesses from the mask in just a year or two than we have ever seen by making these kids breathe in all their own toxins all day long. I can't even imagine if they uh, if they uh, try to do this. Uh, I sure hope parents stand up this time. Right. And I think parents need to be able to say, look, I know what is right for my child. I know my child the best. Right. I know what's right for them. So I think there's peer pressure where people say, oh, we have to be good neighbors and we have to wear masks to protect each other. And I saw a parent comment on that statement once and they said, no, my child is not responsible for your health. You are responsible for your health. And I, as a parent, am responsible for my child and I need to do what's right for my child. If you think your child needs to wear a mask, rock on. You put a mask on that. You get the responsibility for that. Right. Exactly. That's on you. And the health problems. Exactly. That's on you. But. I know my child the best. I know what my child needs. Amen. And I get to decide because they are my child and I am the parent. And so that's what parents need to do. Right. That's the message they need to send that your my liberty ends where yours begins. You can parent your kid. I'm going to parent my kid. And that's how it's going to be. I love these mama warriors. <laughs> what can I say? You guys are amazing. I just think it's so great that you guys uh, that you guys are doing this, that you're empowering parents, because just like that constitutional law, everyone needs to know what they can say when the school board decides that they want to basically duct tape all the parents' mouths. You know, they, we, you have to know what to say and how to say it and what to do when you're minimized. Right. You know, you've had Tracy Henderson on yes. before and she's Your talked attorney. about, mm-hmm. yeah, she's talked about the rights that Utah has and how fortunate we are as mm-hmm. parents in Utah to have a government that has sure. protected our God-given parents' rights. And one of the things we really try and do is teach parents what those rights are. One of the biggest violations of rights we saw last year during COVID was the right for a parent to be in their child's classroom. And a lot of people don't recognize that that is state law, that you as a parent have the right to request to be in your child's classroom at any time. 
time mm-hmm. for any reason. And you don't even have to give a reason. Right. And you can request that. And we have these types of, these are the types of resources and the education we're trying to give to parents. And so that's why we say come tonight. If you can't come tonight, there's some other meetings you can attend. Right. So you can meet us in um, Hurricane tomorrow and or hurricane. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. You can tell I'm not <laughs> yeah, from down here. Okay. And that's from one thirty to three thirty. And tomorrow. We will, tomorrow, mm-hmm. um, on Tuesday, we will also have a meeting um for all the Iron County parents yeah. in Cedar City. Excellent. And that's also tomorrow night on Tuesday from six to eight PM. And to get all the addresses and the information, you just want to go to utahparentsunited.org mm-hmm. slash events. Okay. And everything's listed right there for you so that you can get that. Now, if you can't attend any of these events, we still have resources for you. We mm-hmm. have parent classes. And Nicole, why don't you tell us a little bit about those? Oh, yeah. Sure. They're yeah. virtual or online. So yeah. if you can't attend in person, the mm-hmm. in-person event is in Farmington mm-hmm. um, in Davis County. But if you can't do that, you can join online. And those are classes designed to empower parents with what they need to know as far as the law is concerned, mm-hmm. how to advocate, how to build the relationships with teachers, principals, what questions to ask your sure. kids when they come home from, from school, um, how to get involved in the school board elections, how to get involved with legislation. So those go all summer long. And so if you go to utahparentsunited.org, mm-hmm. it's right on our home screen and you can check out the parent advocacy classes. Okay. Isn't Connor um, teaching? Yes. One he's, of these? Yeah. he's going to be there tonight in Farmington along with Representative Christy Jensen. I'm okay. um, talking about restoring liberty and what we need to do to uh, empower parents to maintain their, their parental rights. Excellent. I really like this. Um, I want to be ready this time. I felt like we weren't ready last year and we never thought in a million years they would just keep imposing this on our on the children uh, all year long. And, you know, nothing gets me more angry. A couple of things. You know me. I'm, I'm going to get pretty hot when it comes to bullying kids because the kids don't get a voice. And, um, and this school board here has notoriously silenced parents and kids. And I get really mad when I see bullies. Sorry, I just do. It makes me really upset. And so all year long, we begged, we pleaded, we talked. Every They wouldn't budge. They wouldn't do a thing. And then when people tried to go get their medical exemptions, they treated them like they were going into the uh, Nazi. I swear to you, they had a, a huge desk with with three members sitting there that just shot everybody down on their, on their medical exemption for no reason at all and made the parents just feel like dirt. And I... And they would hardly grant them. I mean, it was so amazing to watch and sickening. And I, when they treated parents like that, and I thought, oh, my gosh, these poor parents, um, I just got even more angry about it. And I, I sure hope that parents are ready. We're ready for this next year. If they try to do that, then they'll be ready, right? The Absolutely. tools, the resources, well, we could I get think those tonight. The anger is important because we should be angry. We have yeah. a right to be angry. We've done nothing wrong. Our children have done nothing wrong. And and they're being hurt by these policies. But what's the most exciting thing is to see angry parents become involved parents, powerful parents, right. passionate parents, and true advocates for their kids. And I'm less angry than I used to be because I've taken action to right. do things to right. protect my children, and we've we've heard stories of other parents. Um, one of one of our board members actually, we just love Katie. She's amazing, and she says that all the time. She's like, if you're an angry parent, come join UPU because that's what I did, and I feel less angry and I feel more empowered 
Good. And I feel That's more the whole in control. Secret, the whole key to this, right? Yes. Um, so all the tools are there. The resources are there. And you'll be able to uh, just be really prepared. And that brings a lot of peace. And that's really yeah. important is to have that peace going into this next school year, knowing that you're empowered with the things that uh, matter. You're right. 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 So uh, tonight at 6 p.m. Red Lion and the doors open at five. Right. Yes. Come and then, meet us and talk to uh, us. Yes. Oh, right? yes. Great. Meet so, us. Join yes. us. Yeah. I love this. I, I really love it when uh, parents band together, moms and dads, and they uh, they figure out how to how to tackle these issues because it really does bring peace of mind. And I really really like that. And yeah, most of the year I was just so mad. I was so mad watching all of it unfold. And if you're, if you were mad, like I was, uh, this is definitely the route to go because they've got the numbers behind them. And so make sure that you're going tonight, uh, red lion at six o'clock and, uh, again, tomorrow in hurricane. And then of course, tomorrow night in Cedar city, any one of those, make sure that you're going, you can go to utahparentsunited.org. Remember it's a org, and you can get uh, the addresses and so forth. But tonight here, uh, Red Lion and then Dr. Pesta joins me next and then Connor Boyack and we have a lot to talk about you're going to want to be aware of the Pray Safe Act it's insane and uh, we'll be right back we'll be right back on the Kate Daly Show don't go anywhere